Hi, and welcome to My Perspective by Don Jenkins. My Perspective is all about the things that I think about and I think others think about too. I'd like to share my views and I'd like to get some feedback. Maybe you agree, maybe you don't. It really doesn't matter. I just want you to listen and open your mind because I'm open and I'm ready. I hope you are too. Let's see. It's Tuesday, February 23rd. It's almost one o'clock and I'm sitting here wondering why am I the only one thinking about doing a podcast in bed for no one else to listen to but really wanting other people to listen to? I don't know. But from my perspective, anything and everything is relevant. And being a mother, a wife, being a black person in America, I've got several takes on what I think things are all about. I hope you're ready, so sit down and relax, and let's get started. My first episode will be my perspective on health in America with black women, with um, the things that we deal with that are not mainstream news. For myself, for example, I've had several health issues, and I'm only 37 years old. But, you know, undertaking such a role in your life, looking at health in in a different way, is important. I believe we fail to look at how pivotal it is to eat right, exercise, and stress less. Over the past few years, I have undergone bariatric surgery. I have transformed myself and my mind into a more educational way of thinking of food and thinking of what I want to accomplish and what my body can do. I've lost over 144 pounds, and I gotta tell you, it's been quite the journey, but I'm glad that I undertook it, because it's a possibility that I wouldn't be here today. For over 20 years, I've been overweight, obese, morbidly obese, whatever category I guess they put you in, depending on how much weight you have and how tall you are but I've been in all of those categories and it wasn't as if it was shameful it seemed a bit normal I didn't have many doctors give me guidance into what I could do to change myself to feel healthier to be healthier, and to want more. 
out of life, out of my body. It took me moving from the mainland, actually, from the continental United States to Hawaii um, to realize what I am and who I am and why I exist and why it was healthy for me to undertake such a big process. I used to be 306 pounds and over the years it ballooned from, you know, 106 pounds at like nine all the way up with weight losses but mostly gains and I tried my best to stay positive but to be honest with you it is hard to carry such weight and be positive because you know most of the time that the weight and the way you eat stems from some mental issues so now I will go into a couple of the issues that I had to face. Growing up with a single mom and three other siblings, two that lived in the home, it was hard because my mother didn't have time for all of us. She was working. And so that meant we had to fend for ourselves. A lot of the time, we had to do what we had to do. And that meant cooking for ourselves, cleaning, walking ourselves to the store, going to the, to the schools by ourselves. And that, to me, built character. Being from New York City, everybody knows how to navigate, so it wasn't a stretch. But the hardest part is when you see that your mother is not very healthy but does not know how to address it and she allows you to follow in some similar footsteps my mother knew that what we were eating wasn't healthy but uh, we didn't have a lot of money so we couldn't eat much differently and honestly cheap food tends to taste even better but guess what it's cheating you out of a long life if you've ever struggled with your weight then I guess you would have some comparisons in what my story is not only did I have to deal with a mom who wasn't able to be around as much because she was working but when she was she was stressed and to be honest with you physically and emotionally abusive at times those scars left empty voids in which I used food to fill I didn't recognize this pattern until well into my 30s but I'm glad I did and I hope that if this is something that happens with you, that you understand that it's okay to recognize what triggers you, to examine it, and to try your best 
to avoid those triggers or change how you feel when they are triggering you. As a black woman in America, it's a bit taboo to talk about your weight period as a woman. But as a black woman, let's be honest, we are shaped differently. We tend to have bigger butts. We tend to have bigger breasts. We tend to have wider hips, thicker thighs. And though those body parts may be celebrated when they are large, if your whole body is large, that's not seen as positive. Growing up, I was curvy. I wasn't as, you know, healthy as I could be, but in the perspective of blackness, no one would probably say I was fat. They would say the code word thick. And yes, being called thick was alluring and exciting. It's not until thickness turns into fatness that we start to feel a sense of shame. And as a kid growing up in the 90s, it wasn't a positive thing to be so-called thick. And so I was made fun of on a regular basis. And I didn't know how to address that feeling. So I ate. And when I was made fun of, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't argue back. I didn't stand up for myself. I just ate and I sheltered myself with negative thoughts of not being able to be accepted by anybody only because of my weight. Because I thought I was a good person. I knew I was a good person. But most of the time, when you are overweight, the first thing that people see is that. And not what's in your heart, not what's in your head, and not what you say. Unfortunately, I allowed a lot of society and people that I knew to fill my head with negative images of myself, of black women, of obese people, and I just allowed myself to continue going through a path in which I knew was destructive. I knew I needed to address these things, but I didn't know how. So that's why I say, mentally, as black people, we don't have the ability to address our health issues 
all over, but specifically in our minds. The struggle that we go through, the foods that we consume, the areas in which we live, the status in which we hold, all those things affect us. And yet we are not allowed to take time to use the space that's quiet and examine ourselves and try to fix what we can. And if we can't fix it, seek help for those things that we need help with. I am currently looking into a mental health position. I would like to help other people because why not? If they hear my story and see my struggle, would it inspire them? I hope so. With 2019 bringing us coronavirus and 2020 showing us that death is inevitable. And if we're not healthy, it's even more conceivable that we will not live very long. I knew that I needed a place in which I could share from my perspective. I know everybody, including myself, loves to go out and have someone else fix their food. I mean, it's easy and for the most part, it's not that expensive. But the one thing I've learned in 2020 and 2021 is that I am the person that holds the power and the power to change what I eat and what I consume and you do too I know it takes you 30 to 40 minutes to cook a meal sometimes and it is so annoying to chop all those vegetables but guess what if you learn that the joy of cooking is also the joy of eating and if you eat healthy and you've prepared it it is only all going to be good now once in a while I won't even lie I might make me some fried chicken it's really once in a while but when I do why can't I pair it with a nice salad or maybe some brown rice some quinoa couscous or maybe just eating the chicken with some cucumbers and hummus I know that sounds so delicious to me too and it's easy but those are the things that I have been able to accomplish now that I've thought about my food now that I think about what I consume now that I want to do better in society they always accuse the poor of being unhealthy but why are they unhealthy it's probably because they cannot afford 
to buy the fresh vegetables, to buy the things that would ensure a better health. Not only are they eating wrong, but they are stressed. They're worried about the next paycheck, the next bill. Can they put gas in their car? Can they feed their children? These are things that make food choices so hard. When it's easy to go get a meal for $3.99, but you know that that meal, it is over 2,000 calories. It's impossible to say no. The price tag is right. Just going to get some salad, some mixed greens. That itself is $3.99 to $5. So you'd have to add the meat on top of that or any grains that you want. Any sauces and spices. It seems like it's going to cost a lot. And it is going to cost you more. But you can do it because that meal can last you a longer time than a McDonald's Happy Meal or Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. Now, I don't know about you, but I remember at times when I struggled to eat healthy, I would consume fast food and I would hide it. I would I would go in my car and I would I would eat meals and hide it. I would pretend to everyone that everything was okay when I knew it wasn't. Because I was ashamed. More ashamed to address the mental than to speak to someone. After my mother passing at 63 from a heart attack, and then my sister passing at 44 from a stroke, massive stroke, I had to make sure I wasn't the next black woman being buried at such a young age. I knew that I had to do something, not just for myself, but for my family unit, for my husband and for my child, my son. And so... I spoke to my doctor and I said, I need help. I think I need surgical help, mental help, and I need it now. And guess what? They heard me. They heard me because I actually spoke and I said something. 
2017, I started on my bariatric surgery journey, weighing in at 306, as I said. And over the few months that it took to get approved, I lost a limited amount of pounds. I honestly didn't lose much. They were supposed to lose 15 pounds, but I didn't. What I didn't do is gain. I didn't gain anything. And that was because I put myself in every kind of exercise I thought was fun possible. I continued to eat how I ate, I won't lie. But I did add some things that I thought were fun. For example, I love to swim, and in Hawaii, it was so hot, I found a program in which you exercise in the pool with other folks, and you just enjoy yourself for an hour doing water aerobics. That was two times a week. I also found dance classes in which I did hula, I did groove, I did pretty much anything I could to not think about exercise in a negative way. Eventually I found spin, and though I was pretty heavy, I continued to go and push myself. It wouldn't surprise you that after my surgery, I continued, but I ramped it up. And I was going to exercise on a daily basis. I was seeking help from friends to watch my son while I hit the gym because I had a purpose, a goal, and I was going to accomplish it. And now I can tell you it's become a habit. And yes, it brings you joy to see you shed the pounds and look different and get compliments. But that wasn't the reason. It was because I wanted to live my longest life, which would be the best thing for me. And now I feel like this path is afforded me that chance. I want you to think about why you struggle. I want you to think about how you could change those things. And maybe it might just be reaching out for help like I did. Maybe this podcast could help you. Now, I'm not going to talk about weight all the time, but I'm going to tell you that it is pivotal in my life. And I know in a lot of people I know's life who have struggled, they also had to address their issues with food and their issues with their lives. 
And they had to come to hard truths and figure out how they could change them. So you must do the same. And I welcome you to do it now. Now, how are we going to do this? Well, after you listen to my podcast, I hope that you will take the time to go outside and just go for a walk and think about what I said. Think about what your triggers are. My trigger or my triggers, some of them was not feeling loved, not feeling accepted. I honestly struggled with being my blackness, being black and not even realizing what that meant. I thought I was ugly. I thought, well, who would want me? Because I didn't look like every other woman I saw on television or in the streets that were held to be the standard. I know that that didn't help me feel better about myself and therefore helped me motivate myself to get better. So I wanted to be someone else. I pretended online to be other people. To be skinnier, to be older, to be whiter, and all those things just kept me in a rut of actually being me. I'll tell you right now that I love myself, but it took me over 30 years to do that. I don't want it to take anyone else that long. I want you to realize you are enough and you can change anything you don't like. You can change it. It's possible if you want to. I wanted to. And I'm so grateful that I was allowed to. Within my relationship, I was encouraged to speak the ugly truths and address them. With my son, he's seen me change from not being able to walk long to now running circles around him how did I do it I did it because I had to because I wanted to because it was no choice if I wanted that long life I had to accomplish this and I feel so much better for it I wouldn't change my journey because that would be losing the knowledge that I've gotten. It would be 
not knowing what I did wrong and what I could change and how I could help others. I know now that being critical with yourself can't change anything but how you see yourself. You allowing other people to be critical of you will only make you feel bad, but criticizing yourself can make you learn because can you change you? Yes, you can. I hope that this first episode allowed you to examine yourself a bit and to listen to someone who's very similar to you and understand that I'm not here to judge you because I've been in that boat and it's very easy to get back there with my emotions not being addressed or me mindlessly eating. But what I will tell you is that my ultimate goal is to keep going forward in this positive direction. And I do feel that it's possible and I know that I will not stop. And I hope you are ready to come on this journey with me. Thank you.